0: Hello and welcome to the 8th episode of the Business Social Podcast with your host Akash Gupta. This episode is brought to you by Saxon Equities India Limited. Today on our show to talk about the benefits of physical exercise in a personal and professional life, we have with us a bunch of bootcamp enthusiasts. Jehan Dabu, Karina Madan, Rayana Contractor, Vidita Chenani and Rustam Warden. How do you guys get together and um, start this?
1: I was friends with Vidi for a few years before we even started working together. And uh, there was an Australian instructor who actually came down to test this out in Bombay. And I was looking for something different to do at that time. I was already doing personal training, but I needed something a little more exciting. And Vidhi told me about this workout that they were doing on the beach through this Australian instructor who was trying this bootcamp format out in Bombay. And it sounded like uh, what I was looking for, something new and fun and interesting. So the Australian instructor went back after that. And I said, why don't we do it? Why don't we try it out? And I was thinking maybe we should do a course somewhere. And Vidhi said, no, let's just go for it. Let's just start doing it since we are both anyways trained in fitness. And all we have to do is try and make it uh, fun and try and make it interesting Uh, And that's how we started. And I'm pretty sure we were one of the first few outdoor group classes in Bombay in about 2009 or no, maybe 2010. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's been over 10 years you guys have been doing this. Is this only based in South Bombay? Yeah. Currently, it's only based in South Bombay. So moving on to a couple of questions that I want to ask you guys. So one was about the hormones secreted during exercise and... And how the, the dopamine levels keep changing in the body when when a person exercises. Can you tell us a little more about the concept of the hormones that are secreted when a person's working out?
2: Yeah. Um, so Akash, when you exercise, basically a lot of changes happen internally in your body with your hormonal levels. So serotonin, dopamine, endorphins which are uh, related to your happy, feel-good hormones. You know, the hormones that make you feel kind of very buzzed, energetic, happy, um, are the hormones that are secreted when you exercise. Uh, dopamine also is shown to help with your sleep, like it helps you to sleep better. And it also, while it increases these hormones, it reduces the hormone, which is cortisol. Cortisol is, causes stress in your body. So when you exercise, imagine if you're increasing all these feel-good hormones, like dopamine, serotonin, you know, which is helping you to sleep better, be less anxious, making you a happier individual. And it's causing less stress, which is cortisol. You will also function better at your office place uh, because you're obviously calmer after you exercise. Your stress levels have gone down. You're sleeping better because of the exercise. So uh, this is how the exercise helps your hormones, which will probably help you at work.
0: And also, I've, I've noticed one thing that when people exercise, they're always more energetic after their exercise and they're more focused when they go to work. That's why many people prefer working out in the morning before they go to work. But I know that there are different kinds of people. Some, some people prefer working out in the morning. Some people prefer working out in the evening. What, according to you, is a better approach to exercise? Is it in the morning or is it in the evening?
1: It really depends on the individual. Some people find that they are more energetic in the morning some people find that they find it harder to exercise in the morning because they feel too weak because of not having enough food in your system at that point On the flip side some people find it easier to exercise in the evening when their fuel tank is full and some people find it harder to exercise in the evening because they feel lethargic after eating through the whole day Or maybe at the end of a workday. So it really depends. I think the more important thing is to get in some exercise rather than uh, what time you're going to exercise. And it should definitely be in the morning or it should definitely be before dinner or whatever other rules there are. The more important thing is just to get some exercise.
2: During lockdown, a lot of people lost structure. Uh, because uh, we didn't go into offices. So, you know, timings of work got a little bit messed up for most people, actually. So there was no set. I have to work out at six in the morning. I have to work out at six in the evening. So I think, like Rustam said, you should try and fit in exercise whenever it's comfortable to you, whatever time of the day is comfortable for you. And uh, use exercise as a way to reset your day to forget about the stress that may have happened at work or something that is going to happen at work. So just use exercise to kind of empty your mind and feel good.
0: Okay. And do you guys have a recommendation as to how much minimum a person should exercise in terms of calories burnt and in terms of the time spent in the exercise?
3: Um, so I don't think there's a set amount of time. I think all of us would agree that maybe a minimum of uh, 30 minutes is good. But honestly, any movement uh, at the moment is great for your body and great for your system. So even throughout a workday, if you kind of get up and move around, walk around, do a couple of squats, do a couple of push-ups, you know, some sort of movement to kind of um, kick-start the brain to kind of get those endorphins running like Vivi spoke about initially. So I don't think everyone should have this specific number in mind of oh I worked out 30 minutes of the day and for the rest of the day I'm just going to sit here and work or I'm going to just sit here and watch something. I think it's more like the mindset that people have with movement or just exercise in general which should be like you know okay instead of taking the lift today I'm going to take the stairs and that's fine Um, or I'm going to go bike here instead of or I'm going to walk down instead of taking the car so I think having a, like a limitation on, oh, I'm going to just exercise for these many hours in the day or these many minutes uh, kind of restricts you a little bit. But I understand that, you know, a lot of people need kind of regime in life and they like sticking to a lot of schedule. So for some people that works and I think that's great as well. But I think people's ideology and mindset towards exercise—it shouldn't be a chore, and it shouldn't be like another thing in the to-do list to do. It should be like a need and a want to do every single day, and you know, pretty much um, at all times if possible.
0: Okay, and also I I've noticed that in boot camps, you'll don't have a one-on-one. You'll have like a, a group task or a group. session where all of y'all get together and you get your full class together and work out that way. What are the benefits of working out in a group rather than working out one-on-one? Because I know many people prefer personal trainers and uh, many people prefer being in the group atmosphere where they're being challenged or where they're getting, they're being motivated by someone else next to them to push a little more. So what according to you is a better fit for someone who really wants to just work out?
1: Okay. So in our class, what we actually try and incorporate is a group feeling where there's like a social scenario that's created where everyone can meet everyone and everyone can motivate each other as well. And at the same time, we try and make it as close to personal training as possible. So that means we are constantly trying to make sure that everyone is working out at their own capacity. And um, we usually try and tell people to tell us beforehand if they have anything wrong with them so that we can modify a workout for them. And we also try and get to know everyone's fitness level so that we can tell them what to do or not to do so that it becomes a group scenario where there is that advantage of being motivated and you look forward to meeting the people as well. And at the same time, it's like a personal training scenario where you get the advantage of like the safety of being Uh, checked up on and not doing stuff that you're not supposed to be doing or that might not be good for you.
0: And also one more thing I want to ask, but this is more, this is more connected to um, how exercise helps someone in the professional life. One goes through many, many emotions with stress, with confidence, with being demotivated, you know, with being yelled at a lot at work. So how does exercise actually help in venting all of that out? And I think you mentioned something about hormones in the start.
4: So is that related to what I just asked? So like we mentioned earlier, the time of exercise in the day is also determined by each person's daily routine. For example, like you mentioned, at the workplace, sometimes you get frustrated, you get um, angry, you know, someone yells at you. So at the end of the day, you may exercise to just vent the frustration out. So that is one purpose in which exercise helps. And also exercise before work also helps in like focus. It helps in sort of like with the hormones, it helps in a happy feeling, which may enable you to work efficiently at your workspace. And there have been lots of cognitive uh, effects of exercise whereby people uh, have a better memory over a long term. They can think better and more clearly. And that is how exercise helps in terms of the personal work life. You know, as we have seen that many times people who are sedentary uh, may not be as cognitively efficient as someone who perhaps works out a few times a week, which then helps in the professional and social and personal
0: life. Okay. And also I remember uh, I had mentioned something about cortisol, which, which is a hormone that adds to stress. So when you work out, you, in, you reduce the cortisol that is released in your body. So is this also linked to the emotions and the stress that someone faces if they do not work out?
2: Um, yeah, Akash, I think so. I think people who generally, like Raina said, not necessarily make it a chore that I have to work out. But even people who move more, you know, climb up a flight of steps or, uh, you know, like maybe cycle to work or something like that. Uh, I think any kind of movement helps to release these feel-good hormones and to reduce cortisol. And of course, that does help at work because um, if you have reduced stress levels and if you have increased endorphins in your body, which make you feel happy and good, I mean, day-to-day stresses are a lot, but it just helps you to kind of, you know, how uh, the word unwind, how do people unwind? So just... Uh, I think it's a great way to kind of just unwind from a stressful day or before a stressful day when there's lots happening. So maybe in that moment at work, you may feel stressed or, you know, sometimes you can't control what's happening around you. But movement is a way to control how you feel, for sure.
0: Also, one very, very important question I want to ask you guys is that when people have a very hectic work life and it's super structured. They don't get time for their family. They don't get time to work out. They don't get time for themselves basically. And it's very, very hectic and very, very, very stressful. So can you give us some tips as to if, you, if you're if you at your workspace, what are the basic things you should do so that you end up working out and working as well? You know what I mean? Like I know that standing when you're, when you're, when you're working on your computer helps. Are there any other ways which, someone can incorporate in their own office space when, they are, when they're working?
3: Um, so I think, like I mentioned before, you know, not having a workout schedule or like thinking of workout as a chore with like the 30 minutes of working out. I think it applies to like people with high stress level mm-hmm. jobs as well and like long working hours. Personally, like my sister as well, who's a lawyer full time, their life is a bit like, not there's not like a nine to five job it's so it's probably like 12 to 24 hour jobs so for them I think I would recommend you know if you can squeeze in a little bit of time before or after that's great but if you can't again it's like the simple options of um, like we mentioned before instead of taking the lift take the stairs instead of you know driving somewhere walk there instead of again driving somewhere bike there And I think this tip applied to me also when, you know, when I was studying or when I'm working constantly, like just sitting for like long periods of time can do a lot of damage to like the body. You become much tighter, you become much stiffer and you get much sore, even though you haven't really worked out. So I think, you know, setting a time limit of like maybe putting a timer for like 20 minutes or like 10 minutes and every 20 minutes you would take one walk and come back to your place or, you know, every 10 minutes you would probably just do five squats in place. So you can keep stretching while you're sitting also, or there are a lot of sitting exercises that can be done, which probably won't make you look like a complete moron in the middle of your office space. But that is like highly recommended as well as, like you mentioned, standing is a great idea, standing and working At least you're not sitting for long periods of time. And while you're standing, you can even end up doing some calf raises or just moving around slightly. And I think that just kind of keeps your mind active. And I think it also keeps you less tired. I think sitting like Vidhi and Jehan and all mentioned, like makes you so lethargic. So I think just having that stimulus of some sort of movement would be beneficial. And I understand, of course, that everyone doesn't have the time. But again, with exercise comes diet. And I think your dietary plan is also so important. So if you're constantly sitting around having a sedentary life and eating junk food, probably won't be the best situation. I think just eating healthy, whole, fresh food, as well as maybe getting a little bit of movement in the day, making sure you at least walk around. Uh, you're not sitting for long periods of time. I think that will help with the stress and the long working hours as well. So hopefully i have answered mm-hmm.
0: your question. Yeah, no, that does answer my question. Also, I was doing some reading and some of the data points that I collected, which I'd shared with you guys as well. I found a couple of things that are common in all of those from the Forbes magazine, from the Guardian, from the Harvard Healthcare, and um, even from the Med Shadow. So these are the four or five uh, places that i had found some data points from. And the most common thing from all of them were that, It increases your memory and it sharpens you and it helps in boosting your immunity and increase your productivity. Now, these three things were common in all the five or six articles that I'd read, all relating to how physical fitness helps in your personal and professional life. Now, how much have you seen this benefit in your own lives? For example, boosting your memory or improving your immunity or just being more focused. Since you guys have been working out so much, have you all seen this actually? Result in one of your lives, and if it has, do you all have an example about it?
2: Uh, yeah, so, um, well, working out definitely
3: does help boost immunity. I have been pretty active for the past 12 to 15 years myself, and I thankfully touch wood till this day. I've never really had a very serious illness, and even if I have, I have found myself recovering faster as compared to certain. Like, you know, friends I may have were not as active as me. Even uh, sitting long hours to study, I find my focus is much longer for that.
2: Uh, And for a lot of uh, different activities as well.
4: So, um, like Karina mentioned, I have been kind of active over the last few years. But before that, I used to train in badminton. And even though I used to train very intensely, I still had the... Ability to do decently well and above average in academics in my 10th standard in my 12th standard and so forth uh, So I definitely do agree with um, Evidence that you presented to us with respect to the cognitive and the memory Improvement with exercise and movement in general
2: So I find immunity quite a fine balance while exercise definitely helps to boost your immunity None of us are nutritionists, frankly, but I'll tell you exercise and nutrition go hand in hand. So um, if you're exercising, you should definitely have a balanced diet. And another thing I would like to talk about here is being excessive. I'll tell you this from my personal story because I have been excessive. I've exercised for about three hours every day and I was constantly sick. I constantly had colds, fevers, you know, and people are like, oh my God, you exercise so much. You should be so fit. I wasn't. My body was breaking down, so um if even if you're exercising, you've got into a whole uh, fitness regime, it's great, but make sure you have balance in exercise and nutrition at all points. Don't overdo it. that will compromise your immunity
0: yeah that's that's actually a very great point because I was gonna to come to that as to how much is excessive and how much is not, and how much a person or an average from whatever you guys have done and whatever you guys know what is an average workout time a person should have to have a good, healthy life and a very good body? So like you mentioned, three and a half hours is excessive. But yeah, I agree that over-exercising can give you a lot of injuries as well. And can you tell us a little bit more about your bootcamp and um, what kind of exercises you guys do and when do you guys meet? And if someone wants to get in touch with you guys, how can they do so?
2: So our bootcamp actually... uh Earlier used to be outdoors, of course this year hasn't been. It uh, used to be at Oval Maidan, at Chopati Beach, Marine Drive. So we've actually had it all over the place. And I think for all of us, uh, the main mission of bootcamp was fun and fitness. We want people to have a really good time and not just be okay, exercise, exercise, exercise. Like um, Rustam loves plicks, akli, tug of War. You know, so all these games used to play as kids. And uh, honestly, when you start doing all this at the end of class, people just, you see them behaving like children again, which is like the best feeling.
3: So I think, yeah, like Vidhi mentioned, just getting the idea of, you know, grown adults crawling on their hands or, you know, just doing these fun activities like playing dog in the bone or uh, like literally pushing each other over to try and get the bone and like actually competing is so refreshing to see because you don't see that anymore uh, so often like most adults are like either overworked or overstressed not a lot of them kind of get back to like that childish roots that we all have which i think is so important so i think we just try to inculcate the fun in like exercise and not make it super regimental even though we are trying to like focus on strength building or like endurance building we still try to add that element of like childishness or like playfulness uh, in it which i think is super important and i think that's why a lot of people do enjoy working out okay. uh, and yeah because i think they all do it in a group as well i think uh, that totally helps each other like they help each other themselves by motivating each other and as trainers we don't really have to do much because they're also self-motivated we actually sometimes have to even stop them from doing things because we we we're scared they'll injure themselves but yeah I think overall it's great it's a good team spirit that everyone has and everyone is super up to do everything like no one will not do something for feeling oh it's stupid or no I'm like yeah I'm too old for this I think like we have 50-year-olds and 40-year-olds, like, getting on their hands and getting dirty. And I think that's a great feeling to, like, actually see. That's our class.
0: So how can someone get in touch with you guys if they want to start coming to your boot camp? Is there a phone number? Is there an email address? How does someone get in touch with you you guys?
2: So they can get in touch with either Rustam or me. Rustam's number is 9820806355. And minus nine eight two zero one eight one two zero four, 98201-81204. And we can give them details about the bootcamp right now, which is on Zoom, but which we try to make fun as well, even online.
0: Okay. And one other quick question. How many calories would one expect to burn in one session of a bootcamp? I think that's a very common question which many people would
4: have.
1: The whole calorie burning during exercise and then eating accordingly after is a slightly outdated concept and it's not a very accurate concept because you can't calculate the exact number of calories you burn during a day as compared to how much you intake because you're burning calories constantly. When you're sitting, you're burning slightly more calories. When you're standing, you're burning slightly more calories. Digesting food itself actually burns calories as well. So what recent studies have shown about the olden form of exercise of like walking, you know, walking for many hours and it's still very useful. It's still required and it does have cardiovascular benefits. But the kind of slightly more intense workouts that have become more popular recently have been found to burn less calories during the session. The afterburn effect lasts for many hours after the session is over. So it's not just about okay, I've burned 3000 calories so I can have two slices of pizza or something like that. It's more about how you can change your body from the inside and how you can make it a more efficient machine and how you can make your metabolism faster and things like that. More than just this whole formula of calories burnt minus calories taken in.
0: Okay. Well, I guess that's all for today. Thank you, guys. Thanks for removing time. Thank you for logging in and listening to the podcast. To get more information regarding products, services, and other market content, please do log on to www.sre.co.in and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Let's grow together. Thank you.